And now, a brand new episode of the Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM with hosts Alan Mahana and Hod Solo. And welcome to a brand new episode of Script to Screen News Hour here on Radio Lebanon 96.2 FM. I'm Alan Mahana, as always, and welcome screeners. This week, so much to talk about, so many controversial things. Uh, 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 A famous legendary figure celebrates his 90th birthday. Um, HBO and Game of Thrones is going a little crazy with the title of the new series. The prequel series, Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead are expanding into movies. The Avatar film titles are causing havoc. So much to talk about, so much to discuss. Uh, But I couldn't do it alone, as always, because joining me is the solo to my Chewbacca Had Solo. Hello, hello, Alan. Hello, screeners. Hello, screeners. How are you guys doing? How's everyone? Indeed. How are you doing, Alan? How's your day coming along? I mean, it's going well. It's going well. I woke up and uh, and uh, didn't even realize that this week a famous uh, a cartoon figure celebrated their yes. 90th birthday. Really? Really? Yeah. Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse celebrated his 90th birthday. Yeah. Uh, and so here on Script to Screen, we want to wish him a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mickey Mouse. Right. Not Mikey uh, Mouse, by the way. Just yeah, Mickey not Mouse. Mikey Mouse. <laughs> um, so they had a big, fantastic, spectacular special on television in America. Yeah. So many singers, celebrities sang, uh, wished him a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Bob Iger came on stage. Oh, wow. And uh, celebrated and said happy birthday. So we wanted to make sure that we joined in the celebration here at Script to Screen and wished Mickey Mouse uh, a hot dog kind yeah. of uh, kind of uh, birthday. We'll be popping the champagne after the show. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, so so much to talk about today. We have a, a movie of the week where we're both almost on the same page yep. uh, uh, with with our thoughts about the film. Um, but before then, I kind of wanted to just jump right in and talk about this little. Because it's not a massive piece of news, um, but it is something that I do want to discuss. Yeah. It seems George R. R. Martin and HBO are at it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's you know the the real Game of Thrones is not over. No, the real life Game of Thrones. Uh, the real life Game of Thrones. It seems uh, for the prequel series, George R. R. Martin has uh, shared that he wants the series to be called The Long Night. Yes, um, and HBO it ain't happy. They don't like it. They don't like it at all. Uh, what do you think? I think it. I think it's kind of cool. I like it. It's, it's pretty. It, it works. It's got its darkness factor, which yeah. is kind of really cool. The um, long night, you know, like very Game of Thronesy, very much within that universe. Yeah, exactly. And I, mean, I can hear it. You know, yeah. previously on the long night. Yes, you know, like exactly. like it just it works. Um, it's exciting. It works. It's something that's relevant to fans of Game of Thrones. Yep. Because it's this thing that's been talked about and spoken about on the show. Uh, book readers obviously know a lot about the long night. Um, I don't, I like it. I don't know why HBO is hating on the title. I have no idea. But hate is going to hate. Yep. But it's a catchy title too. I like it. I mean, I like it. You've got G-O-T and now you've got T-L-N. I mean, it just works. It works. T-L-N. It works. It works. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I like it. Like I said, it's, and and you you really shouldn't be arguing with the man that created Westeros. It's you, his, know I, you know it's his baby. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't understand why HBO is even even bothering with the argument. They should just be like, thank you, George, for creating the work. Yes. Yeah. You know, thank like, you for expanding the universe. Thank you for yes. allowing us to butcher and expand the universe yeah. even further. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, and I can think of a lot of like. Episodes at night, which are long and fights and 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 wars. I mean, and, yes, it just it and just plotting works. and it just you know works. going all evil at it, night. It's got that sinister feel. Yeah. Um, you know, you could you could throw in the politics in there because Alan and the Game of Thrones politics. Oh yeah, I'm a big fan. Um, <laughs> I'm a big fan. I mean, I don't know. I like it personally. Yeah. I think HBO is being a little prejudgy on this, uh, much like another story we'll be talking about regarding yeah. titles. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know why HBO is hating. They, they got, they got to calm down. They got to chill, chill the F down. <laughs> um, uh, you know, uh, on, on the same level of HBO's hate was what I thought of this week's movie of the week. <laughs> yeah. The movie of 
Could we even should we even call it a movie? I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, it was an attempt. It was a very very nice. I mean, not even you know, a good try maybe. You know, like C for effort. You, you, you know what sucks? It's that it had potential. So much potential. It, so much potential. But again, when you take a mastermind out of the game. Yeah, leave it. You know. Yeah, leave it. Um, all right. So the movie that we're talking about, enough teasing here. Uh, yeah. The movie that we are talking about today is none other than uh, Sony Pictures' brand new entry into slash reboot slash who the heck knows. Sequel. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. Um, but it is The Girl in the Spider's Web. Yep. Here we go. Whatever she's planning, it's bigger than just you. I know what she's capable of. We're running out of time. Now the world will burn. And everyone will know. It was you who lit the match. What, you thought she didn't have a plan? All right. Yep. Isn't it crazy that that, that that just the music of the trailer makes you way more excited than you should be yeah. for this movie? Like, it pumps you up. It does. It, it does. pumps you up. Um, the trailer is good. I mean, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, and that's basically it. That's a, and the end. Uh, this movie should have been called The Girl and the Me Too Movement. Um, Ooh. Okay, so, um, all right. Let, let's talk about the... the, the very minor positives of the film first before we dive in and just start shredding it. Yeah. Um, but let's be nice. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you be nice while shredding it? I don't know. Um, I'll all try. Right. So the cast does a decent job. Yes. Okay. Yep. Claire Foy does what she can with this role. Um, yep. I was excited to see her in a role that's very different than Queen Elizabeth. Yes. I don't know if this was the right role for her personally. I could have been, I think again, maybe it's because the material the wasn't script, the, the yeah. script wasn't that great. So again, she did her, she did what she, she did, could. What she could. Okay, she did, she her did best. what she could. Um, I really liked, um, Oh shoot. I forgot her name. Uh, uh, the woman who played her sister. Okay. Yeah. Camilla, mm-hmm. um, Camilla Salander. Um, I liked what she did with the role. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she really gave off this very twisted, uh, scarred human being. Um, the little kid, August. Oh, you liked him? I, I did. I didn't I, think I, he was I, that bad. I wasn't a fan of the. I, I I didn't want to talk about the kid, but not a big fan. Okay. Of the kid. Um, and that was basically it for me. That's all, folks. Yep. yep. Because uh, the guy who played Mikhail was flat. Um, the the. Uh, you, you know who he reminded me of physically a bit? Oh. Uh, Freddie Highmore. Yes, His yes, face. he has a he very has kind of Swedish Freddie Highmore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Swedish Freddie Highmore. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I see it. I see yeah. it. Um, the fact that I can't even, I can barely even remember character names just goes to show how much of an effect this film left on yeah. me. Um, uh, you know, her American buddy mm-hmm. was also very flat for me. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the head of the federal agency in Sweden, the woman was. <laughs> Was there even a point to her character? Um, yeah, I mean, just it's just flat. It's very flat. Yeah. All the layers that that the great David Fincher left on the girl with the dragon tattoo, all those layers and all that complexity and subtlety even was all just thrown in the garbage bin mm-hmm. for this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. I had I had other issues too with the movie. Well, I mean, we haven't even gotten to the, you know, we were trying to talk about the positives. (laughs) The only positive thing I said, I believe in my review was, was Claire Foy. As you said, she did an admirable job with what she had. She tried. That's pretty much it. Yeah. She tried. Um, yeah, it's this, it's uh, honestly, I don't know where Sony pictures felt that they needed to go all Captain America Winter Soldier in this movie. Mm-hmm. And, you know, very conspiratorial CIA. It, I mean, what I said in my review was it felt a lot like a, J- a Jason Bourne movie. Yeah, yeah. Like it didn't feel like the girl with the jacket. Like the subtlety, again, like I don't want to repeat myself, but the subtlety that, that David Fincher created with the girl with the dragon tattoo, it was so good. Yeah. 
and the music, the Trent Reznor soundtrack and the camera movement. And it's just so subtle. It's so intricate. It's mm-hmm. so beautifully crafted. And they just threw it away to make like a, like an action flick. And you know, I just, I didn't get it. I, I think, look, I think what Sony's trying to do right now is just banking. Uh, financially, are they trying on, to become relevant again? They're, they're trying, <laughs> but it's not working. Not, not uh, really. I mean, they, with Venom, they went yeah, for well, something we're more talk commercial. About that. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, with a girl in the Spider's Web, they went more commercial with this whole reboot slash yeah. uh, sequel. Uh, my 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 problem is the movie, and I say this in my review, the movie doesn't know what it's supposed to be. Right. So as you said, it's a Jason Bourne slash uh, maybe even James Bond Skyfall uh-huh, uh-huh. kind of all oh, that opening. Yeah. sequence wasn't that very James Bondy? Yeah. And 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 then you have a superhero kind of vigilante mm. acts, and so you feel you think Batman, especially when I saw the Lamborghini. Oh, I mean the uh, Lamborghini. Yeah, yeah, you said it to me yeah. in the movie there. You were like, "Well, Batman, Batman's going to pop up." And hello, so, that opening uh, shot—the first time you see Elizabeth yeah. in the movie, she's yeah. standing before that giant the like, wings, angel the thing, yeah. thing, exactly with the with the, with with the, the white with the white makeup on. Like literally, that's a that's a yeah. hero's mask. And then at one point, it tries to be a bit gory with the scene with the guy with the nose or right, without right, nose. Right. Okay. But but then they never stick to one thing. They try to do so many different things left and right that they end up doing nothing. Do you notice something? This was our same issue with another Sony production. This was our issue with Venom. Yes. Venom also could not figure out tone. It's like they're trying to give, yeah, you threw in an Arabic. Lebanese. (laughs) They're trying to figure, you know, they're they're trying to please everyone. You want horror? We'll give you horror. You want uh, action? Here's a little bit of action. You want comedy? Oh, there we go. We've got everything. We're doing everything. Absolutely. Because we're Sony Pictures. We can give it to everyone. And and that that destroyed the film. You know what I wrote in my review, and I think this was the biggest problem for me in the script when it comes to the screenplay. They were trying to subvert expectations. They were kind of subvert, trying to subvert expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great uh, a screenwriter. Um, I guess he's a he's written a textbook. He's a, he's a great he's a big you know educator in screenwriting and storytelling. Yeah. His name is Robert McKee. Okay, and what Robert McKee says, uh, there's a line in his book, story. <laughs> Literally. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and he says, difference for the sake of difference leaves you with nothing but an empty shell. There you go. And this is exactly what Venom did. This is exactly what Girl with, with Spider- in the Spider's yeah. Web did. They were trying to be different for the sake of being different. And when you do that, you lose the heart of the movie. You lose I completely the, agree. Yeah. the yeah. genuine factor of the film. You lose the truth. And this is what happened here. They were trying to be too political. They were trying to... to uh, and for me to say too political, yep. you, you know. Yeah, that's, that's um, something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they, they, nothing about this movie felt genuine. And yep. that's that was my biggest problem yep. with it. And I know the movie is called The Girl in the Spider's Web. So it's focused on Elizabeth's ca- character. But she, Michael, but Michael Blomqvist, yeah, I think I, I, I said it properly. Yeah. His character was so sidelined. Yeah. Uh, so useless. And his and and when you think about the potential of that character, look at Daniel Craig. So much. Yes. Look at Daniel yes. Craig in the first one. Yes. He had his amount of time, but yep. he he had an impact. And yep. the guy missed well, I mean, this actor. Again, 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 it's David Daniel Fincher. Craig, it's Daniel Craig. And, and it's David Fincher. Rooney Mara. And Rooney Mara. I mean, Rooney Mara literally pierced her face for yeah, the role. Yeah. yeah. She, I think she was Oscar nominated for that role, if I, I'm not I think, mistaken. I think so as well. Yeah, but clear, clear for, again, she tries, but, but this is the material, this is the script. And, and you uh, believed Rooney Mara's badassness. Yeah. You do not believe Claire Foy's badassness. No, I'm sorry. No. Like, I love her. You have yeah. no idea how much I love I know, Claire I know. Foy. I, I'm a big fan of The Crown. I, I think she's one of the strongest actors. Uh, like up and coming yeah. actors She's so good But this was not the role yeah. for her This was not the role for her at all Yeah, I absolutely agree And it's, it was so freaking long Yeah, it's two hours and 25 minutes But it's, uh, but, but it's one of those movies Where you feel the two hours yeah. and 25 yeah. minutes Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Much like the first man <laughs> <laughs> Which also had Claire Foy, Foy in it uh, Why is she taking roles? There's like but, a circle between Venoms and Claire yeah, Foy Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, oh well. I but, mean, again, uh, it is what it is. Um, go watch it. Let us yeah. know what you think. Uh, there really isn't much we want to say about this movie, is there? I mean, I mm. like the soundtrack. The soundtrack was really cool. It's okay. But I, I thought Trent Reznor's soundtrack for uh, the first one okay. is much better, which is why that's the mm. thing. And, and there's one more thing I want to say in this sure. movie. It's that 
they try to surprise you at every corner. Oh, and I said this too. And I it works the too. first time, maybe the second time, but then you're like, yeah, okay, something is going to happen. And then after that, I think something's going to, and it happens. And they lose the element of <laughs> being unpredictable. They become predictable. <laughs> you know how I said it in my review? I was like, you can only, you can only show a magic trick so many yeah. times before the audience knows, you know, the sleight of hand, mm-hmm. you know? Um, the other thing was the illogical, like there were so many things that yeah. were just completely uh, lacking of logic, you yeah. know, an entire brood of FBI and, and nobody sees a freaking GoPro camera hanging yeah. on a, sh- you know, on, on a fence. Nobody well, by sees By the way, this. The, the movie I think is offensive to the Swedish police. They make them look they're like the incompetents. Idiots. Yeah, they're the biggest idiots. Every time something wrong, the guy gets out of prison, the, the door is open, someone walks in, it closes. Poor people. No, I am sure these are more competent. Why would you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, yeah. so moving on with our first uh, uh, group grouping. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. So um, our first grouping. So um, here we go. AMC seems to be wanting to expand on many universes, yep. <laughs> apparently. Um, uh, the Walking Dead is expanding their Undeadverse. Yes. I don't know if that's what they officially call it, but I named it that, and I kind of like it. The Walkerverse. The Walkerverse. Because oh. they're the Walkers. Oh, okay, okay, the Walkers. Okay, that yep. makes sense. Well, obviously, you can tell that I don't watch The Walking yeah. Dead, so um, you, you're going to jump in on that. Yep. Um, and then they're also uh, expanding their... Um, um, Breaking Badverse. White... Verse, um, Heisenberg verse, Heisenverse, Heisenverse, the Heisenverse. Yes. <laughs> um, so they're also expanding uh, uh, the world of Breaking Bad. Um, they're making a movie focusing on Jesse's character, apparently, and his escape from the neo Nazis. Which reading this article literally spoiled all of Game of, th- uh, I mean, not Game of Thrones, all of uh, Breaking Bad for me because yeah. I've only seen season one. Yeah. So I, I know, guys, I know, I know. Don't flip out at me. Tisk tisk tisk. I know. There's so much to watch in so True. little time. True. Um, so, okay, so uh, go ahead. I mean, this is all you here. Comment right. on both uh, <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm a little uh, illiterate when it comes to Sorry, these two topics. So, so basically, <laughs> the uh, new Walking Dead season, which I haven't watched yet because I like to wait for a few episodes. But what we talked about in previous uh, episodes of Script to Screen is that uh, the actor who pr- plays... Uh, Andrew Lincoln, who plays right. uh, Rick Grimes, because he's leaving, right? He, he's leave, he left the show. Oh, okay. So, so the, his final episode was uh, this week, I believe. Okay. And are you avoiding spoilers? Like I'm, the I'm avoiding. I'm not reading anything. <laughs> Whenever I see a picture of him, I just scroll down. But what I do know is that they want to make uh, th- three movies with Rick Grimes. Now, I again, I didn't read into it a lot because okay. it would spoil what has currently right, happened. Right. But. So, so he, you don't he, even know if this is like post him leaving or, or pre him yeah. leaving. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. But, but here's the thing. Um, the Walking Dead is a show that's been struggling for a few seasons. Okay. Uh, it's lost a lot of uh, viewership, a lot of fans for many different reasons. The problem with this, I think they should focus more on the series itself, try okay. to revive it properly, work on it properly, maybe introduce new characters. And forget the whole universe thing. Okay. Because they had another show, which I never got into, which was... Yeah, but it's doing really well. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. But again, it's the same and concept. This is, and just, this is before, right? Before it kind of started spreading and... and it's during, like within the, the the events of zombies and walkers. But, okay. Because I thought the first season is kind of what led up yes. to the... Okay. And then it... Uh, it's moving it, it drags on. Okay. Exactly. So... Again, focus on this, but it's a, it's a show that has potential. It's a show that was supposed to last, if I'm not mistaken, three, four seasons and then stop. And that, now that, they're on like season nine. Wow. They, okay. they, they had this, and I was happy because, you know, they had the content they wanted. They had the story they wanted and, and that's it. They should have finished mm-hmm. there, but then mm-hmm. it, they kept on dragging and then killing characters off and... I don't want to spoil anything because you haven't seen anything. Yeah, but I mean, zombies aren't really my thing. So I, you know, but yeah, in case someone else. Yeah, in case case someone else. But, but there's the the big Negan uh, scene where Mm -hmm. he kills Mm -hmm. off two Mm -hmm. of the main characters, uh, which I think this is where a lot of fans were upset. Yeah. Because uh, they're like, enough is enough. Just too much, too depressing, too sad. Right. I was okay with it. I didn't mind because... It's fine. I mean, right. that's yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah, I think exactly. I'm used to to that because yeah, of Game yeah, of Thrones. Yeah. 
it's amazing what that show has done to us in terms of sensitivity with I other. Th- I think I uh, think that is a spotlight episode in the yeah, making. Yeah. I think uh, the talking about our desensiti- desensitization. Desensitizing, desensitizing yeah. due to Game of Thrones. Exactly. Uh, not, not that I wasn't sad when these characters were killed off. Well, of but, course, but obviously. Again, I was okay mm-hmm. when that happened. Mm-hmm. So again, focus on the series, focus on the content, make it make it great again, <laughs> make it relevant, get the fans back on board. Uh, I don't. Make I don't, the walkers great again. Yeah, make the walkers great again. I don't think it's. Um, Three movie series with Rick that's gonna make fans come back again. Sure. I think they just need to focus on what they have now okay. or probably decide to end it by season 10 and, and just finish the whole thing because... I mean, it's technically overstayed its welcome for yes. five seasons. Yes. Technically. If it was supposed to be the four season Yeah, three, arc. four seasons. Right. So th- those are my two cents on, on the and whole... And then what about Breaking Bad? Breaking Bad. So, as you said, they want to make a movie about Focusing on Pinkman. Jesse. Yeah, yeah, Jesse Pinkman uh, running away from the new Nazis. I'm completely against this. Okay. Because the show... Was, even with the original yeah, yeah, creator even coming with, back yeah, and everything. Yeah. Okay. I think the show finished where it should have finished. Right. And that's it. Don't, don't mess with things which... It's one of the best shows ever made With one of the best finales Everything was perfect And and what are they Again banking on nostalgia Banking on, on they, they want to make more money out of it Just I am sure that there are Thousands and thousands of topics That sure. they yeah. can explore It doesn't There can be a new Breaking Bad Not a new show A different show Some Every day yeah, but they already have one called with with Better Call Saul. Yes, like that's already kind exactly. of exactly within the same universe. Within but the same before. universe, but before and and all that. So, yeah. so just be Again, original. This is this is it's going back to Hollywood's uh, um, wanting to guarantee an audience and to Playing do that safe. they want to yeah they want to play it safe and they want to make sure that whatever they're creating has mental real estate. Yes, so yes. like, but but again, this this is kind of it's a it's an ugly circle because we're all, we're just gonna keep seeing recycled things yeah. uh, uh, going about and uh, it seems that um, you know uh, originality is is. Uh, Everybody's allergic to it, apparently. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm so happy when they announce like Golden Globe nominees and mm-hmm. there's a series that's new. New. Has yeah, nothing yeah, to do yeah. with yeah. anyone. And I just yeah. rush to go watch it and it's refreshing. It is refreshing. What's not refreshing is the <laughs> constant hate that some some film franchises continue to, 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 to get. get. Yeah. Um, so earlier this week, uh, there's... Um, I guess it's a it's a it's a leak or a rumor that's spreading around that the Avatar uh, the Avatar sequels, which was supposed to be uh, it was supposed to be a trilogy, but then with Disney, uh, I, I think it was with the with the merger of Fox, Disney mm-hmm. has given James Cameron a little bit more capital, so he's finishing off four and five. Yeah. So there's going to be five uh, uh, Avatar films in total. Um, there are rumors about the titles and apparently a lot of people have issues with the titles and they're not liking them and they're proclaiming that Hollywood doesn't know how to title sequels. And I read them, honestly, they're interesting. I'm not bothered by any of these titles. Like uh, some people are calling them ridiculous and ludicrous and whatever. And I'm like, I don't understand why. I mean, Avatar is already the concept of Avatar is very fantasy-esque. It's very sci-fi fantasy um i mean it's like pocahontas in space i mean literally that's what it is um and you know when you look at the star wars movie titles i mean phantom menace attack of the clones empire strikes back return of the jedi i mean those are also like if if you want if you're gonna judge titles like you might as well just go all the way you know the force awakens you know like but um, I, I love these ti- all these titles. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. a big fan of them, but I'm just saying, like, if you want to be critical, like, be critical of everything because mm-hmm. whatever. But here are the rumored titles. So for Avatar 2, we're getting uh, uh, Avatar The Way of Water, yep. which we all know, we've heard this enough times, James Cameron is focusing the second Avatar on, film on, on the, the oceans oh, yep. of Pandora. The third one would be called The Seed Bearer. 
Um, the fourth one would be called the Tolkien Rider, and then the fifth one, which is the finale, would be called the Quest for Awa, which makes absolute sense. Exactly. That this is what it would be called. Um, honestly, I don't have a problem with these titles. I actually Neither like them, I, yeah. and, and they've almost reinvigorated my excitement for mm-hmm. these movies, because I always thought that I don't know if we needed that many Avatar films, but... Um, I'm not bothered by it. And James Cameron is a good director and I like, I like what he puts out. Yeah. So, um, you know, the films that he directs and all that stuff. So I, I assume since he's the one in charge of all of them. It's, it's, I'm good with that. Yeah. I assume it's all the people who hated the first movie and hated yeah, probably. the fact that it was, it's the top grossing movie of all times. Yeah. So, you know, they just want to like uh, poop the party or, or whatever. Be party poopers. Yeah, exactly. But the titles are nice. They make sense. They, they're they in the, the the mythos of, yes, of Pandora. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But I, I, I think there's an issue with the second name. The, the, the seed bearer. Yeah. That's the, but, but could be anything. It could be, <laughs> yeah, literally it could be anything. Yeah. It could be anything. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, again, like I said, I'm okay with these titles. I like them. I am a big fan of the first Avatar film. Yeah. I cannot wait to see what James Cameron uh, gives us. Uh, I think next year, the first one is supposed to come out next year or 2020, 2020 right? 2020. 2020. Okay. But here's where I'm, I'm super excited because the, the, the first one was what, 10 years ago? Yeah. Yep. With the technology that's advanced so well, much he's right had now. to advance technology because yeah. he wanted to shoot 3D underwater and motion capture underwater. Exactly. So he's really had to advance so, technology. So I can't wait to see visually yeah. how this is going to be. And he's always Amen been that. He's always been a master of yep. visuals. Yes, a master innovator and a master of visuals when it comes to yeah. cinema. Um, on, on the other side of the fence, with people hating the Avatar thing, you know, uh, we got a little piece of news mm-hmm. from Disney and Lucasfilm literally on Friday yeah. that has reunited Star Wars fans yeah. again, again, which is fantastic. Um, the second live action series has been announced and it made me all giddy. Yeah, I was super happy. Um, apparently, this series is going to follow a character from Rogue One, uh, which is uh, very arguably the uh, the most loved out of the new films that have come out. Uh, I think it's the one that received the most uh, um, fan uh, thumbs up as well as critical thumbs up. Um, it has one of my favorite Darth Vader scenes ever. Yeah. Um, because I'm a, a huge Vader fan. <laughs> um, but we are going to be following a series based on or or leading essentially uh, Cassian Andor. Yep. Um, Mr. Diego Luna. Mr. Diego Luna. Yeah. And I am pumped because he's like a, he's like the, the, you know, like a spy and it kind of, again, if you, if, and I think this is something that Lucasfilms should learn from Marvel is to start re-including, cause again, Star Wars had sci-fi and fantasy in it. Yes. Um, and I think it's time that we, we maybe expand on what Star Wars is, the world of Star Wars or the universe uh, of Star Wars can give us. Yeah. Uh, so if this is like a Star Warsian espionage kind of thing, whoo. Yeah. Like I'm talking double agents and the empire and the rebels and the, ooh, ooh. I'm excited because he was one of the most interesting characters in, in Rogue One. I think Rogue and, One as and, a whole is just a very interesting No, no, movie. definitely. But but in, in that film, he was really like very interesting and they barely scratched the surface. Right. This is why he's very interesting. Who he was or yeah. why he's driven to. Yes. And despite all that, he was loved. Uh-huh. So... Very interested to see how it goes back, how he became uh, this character. And as much as I love Star Wars, it doesn't always have to be force driven. Yeah. It can be, as yeah. you said, more character driven, yeah. more like espionage, more storytelling. Yeah. yeah, but uh, you do understand that like with them doing this, like there's a lot of potential for uh, uh, characters like, um, ah, shoot. Guardians of the Quills, the, 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 what's his name? He was with the staff and the, the Asian dude in, in Rogue One, where he was like a force user, but he wasn't a Jedi. Yeah, the, the blind guy yeah, and the, the other guy. guy. Uh, ah, shoot. I can't believe I forgot his name. Um, but you could, yeah. essentially what I'm saying is that you could now, um, uh, you could go and deal with them. Yes. Uh, and see more of the mythos of, of Star Wars. Uh, Chirrut, that's yes. it. He was uh, the guardian of the temple. Right. Or, yeah. Uh, guardian. Yeah. The guardian of the quells or yeah. the quills, yeah. um, which is essentially what this is what 
George Lucas intended when he was first creating Star Wars, there was this big section in the Star Wars story mm -hmm. uh, uh, about the Guardians of the Quills and whatever yeah. before they started calling them Jedi. And mm -hmm. But it's a very interesting period in the Star Wars mythos. And Absolutely. I'm very excited to see what they can offer us. And yeah. I love the fact that Diego Luna is coming back to yeah. take on the Again, same, the same actor, which is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited for this. I hope K2SO is in it because- He was one of the- I, He's an love, awesome droid. He, I love him. Like on, on the scale of like C-3PO, R2-D2, BB-8, K2SO. Yeah. I can't even remember the one in Solo, but who cares? Yeah. Um, I, I literally like R2, K2, uh, uh, BB, and then C-3PO. Okay. No, wait, C-3PO and then B BB-8 is like my least favorite when you, when you put like them all BB together. It's, it's I like cute, them. Yeah. No, no, no. Listen, I like them. I know, but, but if you scaling, have to like kind of yeah, rank them a bit. I mean, yeah. you can't go wrong with R2-D2. No, R2-D2. R2-D2 is a legend. Yeah. Heart. Legend. We go back to heart. The three H's. Yeah. With the unfortunate, I mean, unfortunate for us, but uh, fortunate for them, but with the unfortunate success of Venom, um, we are slowly reaching a, a, a very frightening uh, possibility that uh, we might have a Spider-Man-less MCU. This is... Um, it's not good. This is no bueno. Um, no bueno indeed. Um, so essentially what's happening is this. Because of Venom's massive box office success, Yep. Um, essentially when you look at the strategic aspects of what is happening, Disney now is going to have to fight tooth and nail to keep Spider-Man in the MCU mm -hmm. because um, he was only contracted to be shared for five films. Yes. And those five began with Civil War and now end with Far From Home. Yep. And in, uh, Avengers Infinity War uh, part, or the second part. Yeah, or the Avengers second part, 4. and then you have uh, And then Far, Far From, from Home. Home. Um, so Far From Home ends uh, the MCU Spider-Man um, as, as we know it. Um, now, this isn't confirmed, yep. but if this is the reality that we're going to have to live in, I'm not happy because Sony didn't do such a great job with Spider-Man after Spider-Man 2. Tobey Maguire's yeah. Spider-Man. Like, yeah. everything went downhill from there. I was okay with the first Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, okay, okay, fine, okay. They were, um, they, I, I thought that, okay, sure, they got sure. their stuff together, you know? And then they did the same mistake of uh, in, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man Spider 2, 2 as they did in uh, Spider-Man 28,000 villains and... Instead yeah. of, you know, the same thing that happened with Spider-Man 3. Yeah. Um, uh, where it was like Venom and... and uh, Sandman. Sandman and uh, the... Green Goblin's the, son. Yeah, yeah, Green Goblin's son. Uh, the Hobgoblin. Yeah. Um, Harry. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't like this. No. I don't like even the possibility of this. Um, I, I think Spider-Man belongs with the Marvel. You know, with Look, the Avengers, I, and and this 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 thing is very scary. Now, I don't know how much Disney is willing to fight for Tom Holland um, because, technically speaking, the article that I read did say that they will be Sony will be snatching Tom Holland. So Sony likes. Yeah, Tom Holland I, as I don't think they can change uh, the actor right now at this point. There's there there's been too many changes in the too, oh, too yes. short amount of time. It, it'll be very confusing. It'll be um, but I you know I I really hope Disney and and Sony work something out. Look, look I think it's too soon because okay, the, Sony did one movie right now, which is Venom. Right. Let's see, they have. Uh, uh, Morpheus and uh, they Morbius. have Morbius Morpheus that's the Matrix guy Matrix. oh my god and then they have uh, Craven the Hunter and so on and so let's see what happens with those let's see what happens with Far From Home let's see box office numbers right, success right. and then everything will be clearer I think mm -hmm. it's too early to speculate we still have Avengers uh, Part 2 mm -hmm. uh, coming out next year Avengers 4 yeah uh, for Part 2 of the uh, Infinity, Infinity War yeah, if you yeah. want uh uh, Which apparently is is a, a three hour movie as it stands right now. Yeah, and seems to be going towards Avengers annihilation. 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 Oh wow! I need some Red Bull. Uh, yeah. So I think let's let's wait and sure. see what happens. If it does happen, it's very sad. But 
Marvel have done it without Spider-Man for... I mean, I know, but, uh, you know, it's... We've come to love this character. He's part of this universe. It would be weird without him. I don't think it would not not function without him. Well, yeah, true. There are a lot of other characters in the MCU. Uh, and maybe spy, maybe they'll, again they'll have a shared custody thing where he'll be able to do a movie here and a movie there. I don't know how contractually that would work. How mentally, I don't even know how that would work. Yeah, but they would have to work on something very smart and yeah. very precise. Yeah, 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 that's a little scary. Um, uh, but moving on, apparently director Ryan Coogler wants a Black Panther the sequel to be a, a, a more relevant uh, and a much deeper sequel. Uh, he wants to tell a much stronger story than he did in, in the first one. Apparently, uh, which was this was also recently confirmed that uh, um, T'Challa's sister is also going to be in the sequel, yeah. So, which is just kind of nice because um, I, I really like the... the the bond between uh, them. Suri. Uh, sh- Suri or Suri? Suri. I think it was like Shuri, Suri. Suri. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, look, I believe in Ryan Coogler. I, I loved what he did um, directorially. I love what he did with Creed. I love what he did with the first Black Panther. Although I'm not a big fan of the movie itself, I still see the addition of Ryan Coogler, what he's done to the MCU. So I have no doubts that it, whatever he comes up with is going to be something very relevant. And again, when you look at the, the source material, I am sure there are tons and tons and tons of really good stories. But I am interested to see how he picks up from, you know, the end of Black Panther, which, you know, where Wakanda is is open, open to, to the, world. the world. You know, I really hope that there are some consequences to this because it can't all be sunshine and daisies. Absolutely. So I think he's he's the right choice. It's always been nice when uh, certain directors have had the follow up movies uh-huh. in the MCU. And I don't see anyone else but him uh, directing the second Black Panther. And I'm sure... To me, he did a great job in the first one. Mm-hmm. I like it more than you do, and yeah. we've had uh, this we've conversation had, we've had a few this conversation. times. Yeah. Uh, so I think the Panther is in safe hands. Yeah, sure. Um, also, the Eternals, which is uh, which is the new addition to the MCU, yep. uh, is going to start filming as early as uh, next year, J- Jan of 2019. I think is is the date. Jan or June. It was a J. I don't... I think it's in June. June? Okay, so summer of 2019, the Eternals is going to start filming. Now, honestly, I don't know anything about these heroes, um, much like I had no idea who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Mm -hmm. But on that note, this is what excites me about the Eternals, Mm -hmm. is that they are not characters that are very known. Yep. Like, like Guardians of the Galaxy, as you said. Yeah, um, and that excites me. And uh, maybe the push to delay Guardians of the Galaxy, maybe this is a good thing so that they can kind of redo it the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's been a shuffle up in the uh, in the comic book series as to who, in fact, is a Guardian mm-hmm. now. Because the, the, not everybody that's in the original team is... is Still, the guard uh, like oh, the team originally, has changed. Yeah, originally it was a different team, yeah. even to begin with. The, well, what I'm saying is, is that they've just rebooted yeah. the series with a new bunch of people, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I think Adam Warlock is in it. Yeah. Um. Um. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this. I don't know who's directing it. We don't know who's directing no, it. No, from I, I also I'm not a like big big fan. Not a fan, but I'm not into uh the eternals that much okay but from what i kind of read okay they might use them to introduce the x men because they come yeah, from another the, planet right, and right. there's and the, the, the x some, gene is going to x gene yeah, yeah yeah so that that definitely if they use that that could be interesting to bring on Wolverine expand, and the whole gang. Yeah, to expand into the uh, X-Men universe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm excited about this. This is kind of good news. It's uh, fun to kind of see because, again, next year is very MCU dead. Uh, you know, we only have two MCU films that we know of next year. Yeah, but... The, the, I mean, me, they're going like, to be massive. massive yeah. But, but again, it's, you know, when you go from a year where you have like three or four MCU films... But again, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm not... Yeah, it's not a negative. I'm yeah. just saying it's nice to see... to start hearing what the plans are for the next for phase. the next yeah. couple of, of phases, you know, mm-hmm. knowing Kevin Feige and yeah. Bob Iger. Um, and finally, um, before we, we end uh, the, this segment of the show, um, Kingsman three, mm-hmm. uh, one of, you know, soon to be Kingsman three brought to you by Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 
um, is apparently going to be moving forward without Taron Edgar, uh, um, Egerton, Egerton. Um, who is uh, going to be um, uh, the Robin Prince Hood. of Thieves uh, uh, very soon. Uh, at the end of this month, I think, the film comes out, uh, yeah. 21st, um, as well as Elton John yes. in, in Rocketman. Um, listen, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Taron Egerton. I, I love him a lot, and I love him in the King's Men series, but I've also seen him in, in a few other films. Um you told me that apparently there's speculation that Kingsman 3 is a prequel yeah, series. It takes place during World War II. Okay. That's what I had read. Okay. And it has Brad Pitt and someone else attached. I forgot, but some, another big name. Okay. That could work. So like a small breather for him. And then he would come, because he, he, he said he's not done with the series. He's right, just not right. going to be in, in the, the third, third movie. One. Right. So that could work. And plus, th they do want to expand the whole X-Men universe. Kingsman. With, uh, sorry. Kingsman universe. Oh, my God. Did I say X-Men? <laughs> you did. That's okay. I'm a Marvel person. Yeah, yeah it's all right. Uh, yeah, so the whole Kingsman universe. And they want to do the Statesman, the American version. Right. So they have a few things. Although now with the Disney merger, you don't know what's going to stay and what's going to go. Exactly. But, but, but yeah. they can play around with that universe. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For uh, sure. Um, uh so yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be interesting to see how that takes shape yeah. as well. I mean, a, an origin story to the Kingsman is is not how a bad they, idea. Yeah, how I, how I they came of, to be? I kind of like that because then you you could present opportunity for Michael Caine to come back and you know a younger Michael Caine, a younger yeah, yeah a younger Michael Caine to come back and all that stuff. So yep. that's exciting. So yeah, anything else we want to say about this? I think that's all. Folks. All right, so here we are at the Lebanese. local. Uh, uh, box office with the top five films of this week. Uh, Hod, why don't you go ahead and start us off? Alrighty. So at number five, we're with Johnny English, uh, Strikes Again. It's at 5,719. This week. Entries this week, a total of 99,261 wow. in seven weeks. Bravo, Rowan Atkinson. Yes, bravo, Johnny English. Uh, in at number four is Nutcracker and the Four Realms. This is its first week, and it's uh, it's made uh, 6,438. Absolutely. Kind of makes yep, sense. Yeah, that makes, makes a lot of sense. Very logical. Uh, number three, uh, The Hunter Killer, which also makes sense. Uh, the Gerard Butler and Gary Oldman uh, submarine uh -huh. film. Yep. At its second week. It has done 8,174 with a grand total of 17,857 entries. And that's the second week, so, correct? Yeah. So, yep. I think uh, it'll stay around next week, too. Uh, in at number two, just to confirm that we do have a profit amongst us, uh, the hot <laughs> no, solo. No. Um, in at number two is... I'm so happy this is not number two, personally. Um, yeah. Is Bohemian Rhapsody uh, the Rami Malek star? Uh, this is its first week, and it's made 9,840. It's had 9,840 9, entries this week. It's a good start yep. uh, for this film. Hopefully, it keeps up the momentum, and uh, it can live forever. I <laughs> 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 played. It will rock you. Uh, it will rock you if yes. you give it a chance. And at number one. At number one, by just a bit, by not a lot, but Kafanaum is still at number one, ladies yep. and gentlemen and screeners. Uh, it's been in the theater for seven weeks. This week, it made 10,794 entries with a grand total of 153,000. 536 this is insane. entries. So this almost is so crazy. 154,000 entries. This is so crazy. Very happy. I'm, I'm so excited that this has been number one for six weeks, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, because the yeah, first yeah. week it wasn't on it top. It wasn't on top the first week, but uh, but it's climbed and it's remained yeah. uh, a queen or king or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it has reigned across uh, the box across office the for the past... Uh, six weeks, which is which is crazy yeah. for a Lebanese film to keep up this sort of momentum. And I love that six weeks later, we're still talking about this movie. Um, this excites me. This excites yeah. me. Um, I am. I am very. I like how it's starting to shift because I think for a while we were basically listing the same names over and over and over. Um, but, but I like that there was this shift. Did, did you notice something on the streets? So. The movie has been number one for seven weeks. Now I'm starting to see billboards. 
Yeah, more billboards. For the movie. Yeah. So I think they want to keep the momentum because they know that a lot of movies are coming in this week. Sure. Inclu- uh, in the, from now until the end of the year, yeah. including the new Fantastic Beasts yep, movie, which, comes which out next I week. think might, might, might dethrone it, it yeah, yeah, yeah. to it might second knock place. It. It might I knock think it. it might. Because remember, you've got you've got Fantastic Beasts coming out. You've got Robin Hood coming out. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, Eventually, you have Mary Poppins. You right. have... I mean, I honestly, I honestly don't know how long they're going to keep it in the movie theaters. It's mm-hmm. again, like I said, it's been, it's been almost, what is it? It's all, almost Seven been weeks. two months yeah. uh, that it's been in the movies, uh, which is a good number of, it's a good duration. It's a good time. It's yes. a good uh, amount. So um, that is very interesting. Uh, but yes, let's see what happens when the massive franchises start yeah. kicking in. Um, you know, uh, because, you know, you, you mentioned Mary Poppins in December I don't know how much longer it's, I don't know if it'll still be around in December. It might be, it might be a marketing plan to keep it in it, until it, the it, end of the year. It could shift towards the top 10, like um, go yeah, a bit lower. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think come award season, they're going to re oh, kind of yeah, yeah. push kind for of, it. Kind of what they did with, with the insult yes. last year. Um, there was a, an, another kind of push S- for it. Especially if there's a nomination for it. For sure. For sure. If there, if there is, and I hope, and I cross my fingers then it was picked up by Sony, wasn't it? Like Sony were the people that picked it up. Sony in the Classics? US. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure, but I do know. I read somewhere that it's out on December 14th in, in the, the US. US. Yeah, yeah. So to all our US uh, listeners, screeners, please go check it out. Well, I mean, it it's, is it's like, a really good film. Like I said, it's it's like a massive. It's it's a it's a perfect marketing stance to yeah. release a film like this. During the time of giving, yes. you know, um, it's very smart. And whoever the company is that bought the film, well done yeah. on your strategy. Because, I mean, this it, it's not a feel-good Christmas movie, but it is a wake-up call Christmas yeah. movie. And it's um, not a Christmas movie, but it's not, it falls Yeah, 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 but it, it falls in, in the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but, I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's very interesting that this is where we're at. I, I am really hoping, like you said, I am really hoping for the Oscar nomination and the Oscar nod. Um, that would be a lot of fun. Two years in a row for Lebanon. That yes. is massive. First. That is massive. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think any of the current top five are going to drop off? Definitely. Johnny week? English, I think, is reaching yeah. the end. Nutcracker is going to... Yeah, Nutcracker won't last much on, yes. on the top 10 and I, or top five. I, I, I do feel that uh, Hunter Killer will stay because yeah, it's a probably. type of movie Lebanese people kind of enjoy. I think it'll drop the moment Robin Hood comes out. Yes, exactly. That's like in a couple of weeks. Yeah. That's where there'll be a massive change. But uh, for the time being, I do see Bohemian Rhapsody still in the top five. Oh, for sure. Fantastic Naum, Beasts will definitely Fantastic be in. Beasts, I think, will be number one. That, in, that's in what the, I, uh, I feel. Well, this is the thing, though. Rotten Tomatoes released their tomato meter score, and it's a 56, and but, which is... But regardless, I think people are going to go watch it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Potterheads, regardless of what the critics say, Potterheads are going to go yeah. uh, watch. Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's exciting to see what's coming out next, you know, how it's going to shift next week. Script to screen recommendations real quick. Yep. Go ahead with I'm yours. I'm going to recommend uh, Californication, the TV show. All right. With David Duchovny as Mr. Hank Moody. I've always wanted to be Hank Moody because he's, <laughs> he's such a badass. Okay. He's, he's very cool. He's very like, you know, he doesn't care. Womanizer, uh, messes up left and right, <laughs> loves his daughter, loves his ex-wife. Uh, his manager is hilarious. It's a very good show. It's a very well-written show. It's one of those kind of, I think, iconic characters we missed talking about in, in yeah, previous yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's definitely one to recommend it. it it's it's done. It's finished. There's seven seasons. You can watch the but whole thing. But it was thing. on HBO Showtime. Ah, uh, yeah, it was on HBO. It was on HBO. Yeah. Okay. It's it's kind of you know I'm not sure HBO or Showtime. Showtime. I think Showtime. it was on Showtime. Showtime. Yeah. Kind of you know like a lot of sex, drugs. Kind of kind of like a crazy show. All right. Good show. How about you? Um. Well. I think I know. Yeah. I mean, with the sequel coming out next week, I am definitely going to be recommending Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Um. Just in time for the sequel coming out next week. Yep. The premiere is on my birthday, which is exciting. Oh, yeah. Um, I might even dress up. I don't know. Uh, you know, come with the, with the scarf. Yeah, I didn't imagine you coming naked. I mean, Well, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I meant like dress up as, you know, to celebrate Fantastic Beasts, uh, The Crimes of Grindelwald. So, I mean, I personally loved Fantastic Beasts. I've seen it uh, uh, twice yep. already. Bef- yeah, you know, in the past week, I've seen it twice. Okay. Um, and the more I watch it, the more, and this is strange, um, and I need to kind of like speed it up, but the more I like it uh, uh, more than 
the Harry Potter franchise. Okay. And I think it's because um, this is very new. It's fresh. Yes, it's based in the same world, but this is new stories mm -hmm. that J.K. Rowling is trying to tell. And because we're dealing with adults, we're not dealing with kids in Fantastic Beasts, um, uh, in the storyline, yeah. they're adults. Um, she's able to dig deeper into the mythos and- do you like you know, the era? Yeah. Oh, I love the era. I think that era. plays a big part. I love the era. Yeah. I love the fact that it's in the 20s. Yeah. Um, again, this is going to span five films. Uh, there's going to be, you know, three more after The Crimes of Grindelwald. And it is going to be spanning 19 years. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I know there's a three-year gap between uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them and the sequel. So I don't know what the time gaps are going to be in the others, but it's supposed to be spanning uh, 19 years. So yep. go and watch it. Eddie Redmayne is, is so fantastic to watch. He's so charismatic. Great. Basically. Great. On that note, um, we are going to be signing off. Um, and as usual, make sure you're uh, subscribing, commenting, uh, uh, you know, reaching out to us all over our social media. You can follow me on Instagram at Alan Mahana and at Solo dot had dot solo. Yeah. Had dot solo. Had dot solo. Um, we are now, we shifted, we very recently shifted to a brand new podcast hoster. So you're going to be able to find us on more podcast, mm -hmm. uh, uh, um, you know, platforms. Uh, so it's, which is very exciting. We're going to have way more outreach. So I'm excited about that. You can check out our website, YouTube. Facebook. Um, you know, we're just, all over. Yeah, we're all over. Um, we want to thank you so much for tuning in every week, for listening to us. There are a lot of you that have been reaching out and I love this. I love that our conversation is starting to grow and, uh, that you guys are enjoying us. Yep. Um, I've been hearing this from a lot of people, from a lot of our friends, uh, posting that they're listening yep. to the show. We love this. We love that you're including us in your lifestyle now. This is so fantastic. So I couldn't thank you enough. Thank you everyone. Have a great, great weekend. And We'll see you next Friday. Absolutely for Spotlight yep. with a with a very special guest. Very special guest. Which was is exciting because the final couple of episodes are going to be filled with guests yeah. and all that stuff, all leading to Christmas and the end of the year round table. Thank you guys again. We'll see you next week. Bye.